Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margo Moss. We're here at Ted's Frost Stop on Claiborne and Calhoun in Uptown New Orleans. Once a week, Margo and I meet here at Ted's and we invite a member of New Orleans restaurant community to join us. And we invite them to bring along a friend, a plus one. We never know who their plus one's going to be, but sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant business colleague. But today we have Ruby Block. Typically on Midnight Menu Plus One, we have chefs, restaurateurs, and people who have devoted their lives in one way or another to the dining experience and food culture that is so rich in New Orleans. Tonight, we're taking a look at the local restaurant scene from a different perspective, from the perspective of someone trying to break into the business. Like all businesses, when you're on the outside, it's not easy to break in. You have to pay your dues, and not everyone who knocks on the door gets let in. Everybody who tells you how they got started usually does it years after they've made it big. They have all kinds of hard luck stories that in retrospect were character forming and paid off in the end. Tonight, we're going to meet Ruby Block. Ruby doesn't have a lifetime of success stories to cushion the experiences of the tough days of breaking into the business. Not yet, anyway. Ruby is still at the getting your foot in the door stage and had no restaurant experience before June of 2011. We thought it'd be interesting and fun to meet Ruby now at the beginning of her journey and over the course of the next year to keep in touch with her and track her path as she attempts to make a career in the world of New Orleans restaurants. Welcome, Ruby. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Glad you're here. So you and I uh, have a lot in common. We love a lot of the same things, but the two of them I wanted to focus on first is New Orleans and restaurants. Maybe those are, those are in my top two or three, I think. Yeah, And they too. are yours, too. And, <laughs> and uh, I think of me, I think of, uh, well, any, I think anything worthwhile that you love, don't you agree, is, is difficult, you know? And yeah. I think restaurants in New Orleans especially, it's really rewarding and it's really challenging. And I guess you're going to tell us a little bit about how your experience is that. But what came first, though, for you? Did you fall in love with New Orleans first or did you fall in love with the restaurants first? I think I fell in love with restaurants a long time ago. So definitely first. New Orleans came quite a few years later. But uh, my grandmother once told me not to get so excited about food. And that was when I realized that, well, I do. So (laughs) (laughs) what am I going to have to make something of this? And what did she mean by that? When she said, don't get too excited about food. We were getting ready to go out to dinner. And I was probably like eight or nine. And I got really excited. And she was just trying to, you know dissuade a little bit of my enthusiasm but <laughs> didn't work so. obviously your grandmother did not grow up in new orleans i was gonna say <laughs> where, I'm, always where no. from. <laughs> I'm always trying to get one of my new kids york. to get more excited <laughs> about going out one of them does but the other one doesn't yeah new she's from new york uh, so a little well, bit different y'all have great food up there though did yeah. you did you grow up going out to eat a lot or no cooked meals i did and not and that's probably where the like excitement and the the um, enjoyment came because usually we were eating at home and I had great home cooked meals. My mom was a fabulous cook. So was my dad. Mm. Um, and so I grew up eating home cooked food, but even though when we were go- when we would go out, I get really excited and I love like the bustle and seeing other people. And um, I was, it was just the best, most exciting thing for me when I was growing up. So when was the first time you considered like working in a restaurant? That came a lot later, right? Yeah, that came later. I didn't really think about it until uh, early high school. I started, I had some sick days um, right at the beginning of my high school career, and I started watching the Food Network a lot, and (laughs) it's like, oh my gosh, this is great, and then I I subscribed to Gourmet Magazine, and it's like, oh, this is even better. Yeah, a little freshman in high school, so um, I would make meals for my friends uh, when we would have holiday parties or birthdays i was always trying to find like complicated exciting recipes to make and um i think i made some of my mom's wedding cakes she had a wedding and i got to make two of those cakes and no kidding they were both gourmet uh gourmet recipes (laughs) but uh yeah it, it was awesome and then i just kept looking into it and it was one of my one of my thoughts for college you know for secondary education but um, I ended up going a different direction when I graduated high school. What direction did you go in and why? I decided to go to Penn State um, and get get a degree in elementary education. Um, It was also something I was interested in and I really just thought I would get to do culinary later in life. I figured okay I'm going to do this for a while and then you know I'll go learn to cook open a business 
It was just a thought that I would do later in life, not mm-hmm. right away. And then what changed? What what got you down here? Uh, well, what got me down here was a, as a junior in college, I went with my Christian group, RUF. They were taking um, a missions trip down to New Orleans to continue to help repair after Katrina. And I went and it ended up being one of the best weeks of my life. And it got me thinking about, okay, well, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? I've always kind of thought like, all right, I can find a job wherever I go. So where do I want to live? And then I'll do do whatever I need to once I'm there. Uh, and was able to make it happen. And after I graduated, a month after I graduated, I moved down here. And um, right away was starting at Coquette as um, a hostess working working there. Did you know how good Coquette was when you when you got a job there? Were you just looking for any job in the food I industry? Was, did you know? I was looking for any job, but I the charm of the place. You know, I walked in and I immediately fell in love with the look of it. And yeah. when I found out that the menu is changing daily, um, I I immediately got a sense that this was this was not your average restaurant. And didn't it just make the top ten? And was it the Gambit that yeah. just, it it just was, broke into the top ten? It was the um, the Times. Oh, Times Picky. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They made the top 10. So that's, that's that was something exciting to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was the first time, too. Right. And the chef owner is a young guy, too, right? Who uh, yeah. opened it up. and Yeah, he uh, he opened it up, and this is his first like head chef um, position. I mean, he owns it. Him and his wife, um, Mike Solsvis is his name, and his wife, Lily. Or, I'm sorry, his fiance Lily. Um, they own the restaurant. It's been open from believe three and a half years at this point i think it's closer to four now um and yeah he's the chef comes up with the menu um it's pretty great that's insane to be under four years and to be one of the top 10 restaurants in the city that's yeah. just uh, at and least I in think he's in his 20s he's, he's just 20s. turned he just turned 30 oh he just turned yeah. 30 wow. okay well <laughs> so he's only slightly older than you basically Sli- yeah true <laughs> wow so, so then you, you, you rose up through the ranks pretty quick. I mean, you ended up, uh, what, tell me what you did. Tell us what you did at, uh, at Coquette. I started as a hostess in June, and I was doing that for two or three months and then transitioned to um, server position. Uh, but pretty quickly after I started serving, they hired a pastry chef, um, Zach Miller, and I was, I was cleaning a table at the end of a night one night right after he got hired. And I could hear Mike Soltzfus talking at the end of the bar about them needing to hire a, a full-time assistant pastry chef. And I was, I was cleaning a table with one of the other workers, Jacob, actually. And he, he uh, I said, oh, I would totally do that. I would totally do that job. I've always wanted to go in the kitchen. And he yelled, Ruby will do it to the end <laughs> of the counter. And I was like, well, I guess this is when I have to speak up for myself and um, told Mike that I would be interested in staging and interviewing for the position. So wait, if you hadn't been in the room at the time, you might not have ended up the... Eavesdropping like yeah, right. good waiters do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I wouldn't have if I hadn't been pushed a little bit there. You know, it just kind of fell into my lap. I was like, all right, I got to make something of this opportunity that <laughs> could be something. And, and, you, and you had, a, I think you already alluded to, you had kind of a special interest in pastries among yeah. all the different things you like to cook, you, your, your mom's wedding cakes and yeah. so forth. Yeah. I love doing the cakes. I When I was originally thinking about cooking, it wasn't like pastry was the only thing I was interested in. It just happened to, I just ended up doing it a lot. That's what I ended up cooking. If I wasn't cooking for myself, I was cooking pastries for other people. And um, then I just, uh, yeah, so that's what I was doing. And they let me interview and stage and decided to give me a shot. And uh, I didn't have any experience, so really they hired me knowing that they were going to have to train me from scratch. And Zach did that, and that's what I've done for the past year. And what does that look like? How do you get trained in that? Well, the first, I believe it was a week, week and a half that I was, when I was whenever I was working, I was working with Zach. He was showing me, you know, how to do the recipes, his style. Um, what plate ups look like for, for, for dinner, for service. So when I get an order and I know how he would want it to look. And um, at the time, there was about five or six desserts on the menu. So, you know, that's only learning a few plate ups. And um, once I had enough repertoire of what I could make, I could work by myself and I could come in and um, make a few things. And as time went on, you learn more and more and more and uh, would build it up. So, did you have any uh, 
breakdowns or no crying or anything in your first uh, <laughs> week and a half of training? How many or? times did you cry uh. the first day? <laughs> I did. I didn't cry much the first day. I don't think I cried too much the first week. I was really tired. I do remember being exhausted because it's so much physical work, you know. And our pastry kitchen is upstairs, so I was walking up and downstairs all day, carrying dishes upstairs and then carrying them back downstairs when they were dirty, and then back up. I mean, it's a constant up and down and late hours, so I wasn't used to it. But I was really exhausted, and there wasn't too much crying because I was really excited about what I was doing and Zach was great and very you know easy about any time I would mess up he was very gracious wow that sounds sweet and (laughs) like a nice mentor to have Mm -hmm. no juice no uh (laughs) nothing uh no did you ever overhear anything going on in other parts of the kitchen or I mean well uh, you're upstairs sure oh I would hang I hung out down there all the time all right what was the most shocking thing you heard your first couple weeks there Uh, first couple weeks or or just the first thing that pops into your mind that was (sighs) shocking for your there's so many shocking things. All of them probably not fit for air. <laughs> oh, come on, this is it's late night. Nice, yeah, nice. we we got to break you of that, oh and you're going to have to be broken of that if you're going to make it in that business. Well, they so <laughs> come on. They started to Dish tell me out. not to say sorry because I'd bump into people all the time. And be like, sorry, sorry. They're like, no, just don't say sorry. Just say back. Go, go fast. The Did kitchen. they say don't fucking say sorry? <laughs> or yeah, was it pretty like- much. <laughs> yeah, um, but. You know, lots of crude things and everything was, uh, I had to show them that I was tough enough to take it and that I would dish it back. Um, I can't think of anything specific. It's just one big ball of (laughs) nasty (laughs) in there. (laughs) Well, Ruby, it looks like your guest has arrived. Do you want to introduce him to us? Yeah, sure. Um, My friend PJ, who has also worked at Coquette, um, before I was there, so we never worked together, but he's worked at a few other restaurants, um, doing all, pretty much all the positions in a restaurant, um, and he's here. All right. Hi, well, PJ. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Now, right. on Midnight Menu Plus One, we never know who the mystery guest is. This is a, this is a surprise to us, so oh, Ruby wonderful. didn't tell us in advance. So, But <laughs> actually, Ruby didn't know in advance either. Is that right? I didn't. No. I had um, a man- one of the managers... From a restaurant was going to come by with me and he told me today this afternoon that he was really sick and couldn't make it and oh. sorry to put me out and I was like no because <laughs> Monday night a lot of my friends are working you know tonight and everyone works late hours yeah so I was you know texting my friends but no one was able to do it and I was in a clothing <laughs> store today and I saw PJ I was like oh PJ what are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing planned. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. I, even I don't know what to expect. I, did, yeah. I didn't know I was coming into this, so I was like, well, "What's going to happen?" Did she tell you it was a show? What she tell yeah, you? Yeah, she told she told me it was a podcast. I'm like, "All right, let's 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 see what this is all about. All this right. is fun." All right, well, good. Glad you're well, here. thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Very gracious of you to uh, and flexible. Oh to get yeah. In. yeah. Right place you. at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> And are you currently working at uh, Coquette, PJ? No, no, no. I worked there years ago. Uh, I, I, I actually did pastries there for a little bit whenever it first opened up. It was like a part-time gig. Um, but, yeah, now I am. I bartend at Morapaw Foods. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Great. would love that place. I'd yeah, love that place, too. too. Oh, who doesn't <laughs> love that place? <laughs> I'm there all wow. the time. <laughs> really? Oh, you look familiar. Maybe that's where. Yeah, okay. It might be. have been there a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Love that place. And the thing about that place, mm-hmm. it, too, is the food is not only extraordinary and really creative, mm-hmm. but the prices are fantastic, too. Is that my imagination? No, no, no it's mean, not your imagination. To me, that's man. like boucherie. I mean, it's like one of the two or three top places for, like, fantastic food mm-hmm. at a really reasonable price. You know, we, we, we try to source out, like, whatever we can, like, locally and, and, and fresh. And uh, it's... It, we we put a lot of effort into like finding these hookups and and just taking care of them. They take care of us. We're able to give our guests a good you know good meal at a good price, good price range, and it's solid food. Yeah, man, I almost get suspicious with the prices. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> yeah. Is this like are they serving us like government cheese? Is this like <laughs> soil? Well, no, green? it's funny you say is that, like man. <laughs> it's funny you say that because we had the, the goat tacos on the menu. We had them. Um, we had three of them. On uh, it, on the plate with you know with with the with, with the pickles and the the uh, chimichurri or the um, harissa and uh, uh, 
we ended up getting these goats from 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 some random person, and uh, <laughs> some but, goat dealer. Yeah, yeah, wandering yeah. Uh, some yeah. guy with goats. But right. they ended up coming a little. Some guys bit, came through with their camels. And they their ended goats up coming they, a little bit too cheap. So we we're like, yeah, this 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 doesn't feel right. So we found we found a guy that we know who you know through somebody, and it's like legit. And now it's you know. More legit, more legit. Now, no, more legit goat. <laughs> so those people that ate the original goat, though, they're they've recovered now. They're out of the hospital. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of that meat too. So, uh. <laughs> so there's goat in the tacos. There's goat in the tacos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not too many I'll of those in town. I've not. No, that's I've good. Never Can't had say I've had a goat taco, taco. <laughs> before. No, I've that's had goat, but I haven't had a goat taco. That's something that's been on the menu for a little while too. Yeah, it's been on the menu since it's the very beginning. Popular. That's one thing that hasn't gone. Yeah, we, we change the menu a lot. Cocktail menu, too. Oh, oh my gosh. The <laughs> best cocktails I've had. Really? I for, What is the one that with the bourbon and the coffee? It's on the bottom of the menu. Oh, the bourbon and coffee, two of my favorite things. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's called the Vincenzo O'Malley. Yes. And, oh, uh, it has like an Italian name, too. Italian-Irish no, Italian name. Italian-Irish name because it has Irish whiskey, <laughs> Italian sweet vermouth, and, and, and uh, coffee. And uh, we, we make a beer foam. And beer foam. Oh, my gosh. It's like my three favorite things. Mm. Wow. Yeah. We, we, we take the beer, we decarbonize it, uh, mix a simple syrup together with it, and then add uh, um, egg whites and gelatin. And what? we put it in an ISI, a little, a little uh, canister, and then mm-hmm. we charge it with nitrogen. It's delicious. It's like my favorite cocktail. It sounds had. like chemistry and class. Yeah, it, wait, how long does that take? You know, not you as long. Order? Not as long. No, 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 no. No, you no, got to uh, do that in advance, right? Yeah, yeah. You make a tub of the stuff. We keep right? it in, and, a, in, a, in a little. Okay. Uh, a little uh, uh, dispenser, you know, it's, it's like it's called an ISI. Okay. And you just charge it with the uh, the nitrogen. How long does it last for? I mean, can you have it in the dispenser for a couple days or for a couple days? Yeah. 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 We were doing stuff with that in the pastry kitchen. We almost always were using a foam and using the chargers, the mm-hmm. same chargers. Um, and you make a liquid, and then you pour the liquid into the into the canister, and charge it up with the nitrogen, and then once it sets, you have to set it like let it get cold so that the gelatin sets. And then when you you shake it up and um, spout it. Well, that's good to know because you kind of, you know, I eat in places and you get like a foam or something that seems kind of progressive and fancy, but you don't realize that it... um, it's just a simple nitrous container. Nitrous and gelatin are pretty much the the keys to, um, to making foams. But people do it in different ways. There are other ways to do it, too. So... That's just a common one huh. I found. Mm-hmm. So now, where are you from? Originally, I'm from Texas. Texas, all right. You don't have a uh, Texas accent. Thank you. <laughs> you worked hard on that? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah. What part of Texas? <laughs> I was born and raised in, in uh, Temple, Texas. Okay. Oh, that sounds like a big city. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like about it's it's about 60 miles north of Austin. Okay. 40, 40 miles south of Waco. Okay. So. Wow. Central Texas, in the middle of all the craziness. So, what got you to New Orleans? Uh, I, I drove here. <laughs> no, no, um, no I, I ended up uh, uh, going to culinary school in New Orleans. In, oh, in New Orleans, yeah. Right. My aunt lived here, and, and then I, I ended up moving in with her. And um, yeah, just how long ago was that? Oh, this was in two thousand three. Oh wow, okay, so yeah. you've been here a while. Yeah, you were young, time. huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Uh, I moved here when I was nineteen. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Fresh off the boat, so you're That's here for what life, we love. right? Y'all, <laughs> yeah, young people right. choosing to come mm-hmm. here and yep. mm-hmm. this is the home I made for myself. You know, I mean, I Texas is my birthplace, but this is the home I made for me. Yeah. So yeah, and I love it. You know? Me too. Me well, too. Thank you. Great. Ruby three. It's been fun. Wow. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Wow. So now, did you get a did you get a restaurant uh, job right away when you got to town, or I mean, after um, I guess during culinary school, were you already working in restaurants, or did so you wait till after? I was uh, I I've basically been working in restaurants ever since I was fifteen. Like I started off at a at a Chick Fil A, and then worked at a bunch of other places, and then, um, excuse me, yeah. Um, then what, once I moved to New Orleans, uh, my first job was at uh, the Reginelli's Lakeview. Oh, oh my goodness! So Margot's got Reginelli connection. Yeah, ago. I met my uh, husband at Reginelli's Lakeview oh, <laughs> opening man. night. Whoa. I uh, I did not know that. Yes, I knew you were I, hostess I'm a, there. Well, I'm a terrible waitress. <laughs> I'm a shitty waitress. <laughs> I used to. I was a hostess at the Reginelli's Uptown mm-hmm. before he had the pizza place. Two blocks from my house. Although it used to be a different. No, no, spot, right? yeah, the the original one. It wasn't really a pizza place. It was more of a 
wonderful restaurant. I've heard that. Okay. But where was it? It was, I don't know, there's uh, between Napoleon and Louisiana, I forget. It was so long okay. ago, and I used to Tuggy. party so hard during those years <laughs> that it's kind of it's all a blur. It's kind of a blur. <laughs> what years were these? It, uh, oh, two years ago. Two years no, ago. No, 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 no. It was, I think it I was passed like, my across. So how many years ago did the Lakeview one open up? That oh. was 2004? No. No, I was, that might have been like 2000. Well, oh, I don't even remember. It's yeah. been a long time. It's but, been a very long time. Uh, I had I was a hostess. I was more like just stand at the door and have fun and make tell people hello kind of <laughs> thing. And uh, but Daryl called me to work at the Lakeview restaurant because they were opening up the next night and they were short a waitress. And um, that night I got yelled at. Oh, wow. Like a guy stood up and screamed. Were you there when it opened? <laughs> first <laughs> opened? Um, no. It was you. A, yeah. no, right. a guy uh, was mad because I filled up his tea too quickly. He liked oh, he, I didn't he had, know. He had Margo, that, he had that delicate I would not blame myself. <laughs> Lakeview, I've noticed, is a little more uptight <laughs> than other neighborhoods in New Orleans. I'm just going to say it. Well, um, I'm just going mean, to. It was horrifying. I really, I was crying because I was trying benefits to be nice. Too, yeah. It's a little more uptight. Yeah, but anyway, the, it. I I only oh, lasted well. a week, and then I decided I'll just eat in restaurants. And you know, <laughs> if a friend calls me up to help him out, I'll mm-hmm. I'll recommend somebody else. So, okay, so I'm sorry. So that was your first job. Yeah, but now I want to hear how you Reginald met your husband, though, kind of. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the time this and place. Can you tell us quick? This is adorable. Oh, it's a terrible story. Are you <laughs> you want to hear this? Better. You spill okay, something on him? After I tell you all this story, <laughs> then you're going to have you? to tell me if either one of y'all will ever date someone in the restaurant business, because that's oh. what I'll Mario, let me stop you for but a second. If your son <laughs> listens to this, will this damage him in any way? Will he need any couch time from hearing um, this story? Because this is going to be archived. I want you to do anything you're going to regret. Well, that that's too late. So let's okay. just add on to it because this this will just be the icing on the cake. No, I uh, I was so I was trying to figure out what to do as a waitress, and I walk by this table and I eavesdrop that uh, I hear the owner's wife say, "Well, this is a nice Jewish girl. <laughs> uh, that's a nice Jewish girl named Margot." And I was like, "Oh, first of all." That is that is the most insulting way for me to be introduced, you know, <laughs> talked about. This is how I'm going like to introduce you from now on. A guy's going to be s- interested in me because I'm a nice <laughs> Jewish girl. So then I was like, oh, I'm not. Go- I'm ignoring them. <laughs> so the next time I was walking by carrying a big tray, I hear him say, uh, "Well, I met a nice uh, Jewish girl named Margot about five years ago, whose family's in the antique business." <gasps> and I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, come on. That's kind of nice. So I decided I'm gonna be friendly because it it'll help the owner if I'm friendly at mm-hmm. least to to. Uh, so you didn't have to marry him. I know. <laughs> well, Did you tip that big. You know what? Wow. I, I got. I'm gonna stop here because the story gets. He he. I, I was nice well, I and to went to that. a bar next door, and then he told me how he was in love with this girl, uh. and I psychoanalyzed him. And I knew the girl from growing up in New Orleans. I said, you're not in love with her. You're in love with the idea of her. And I'm not going to say her name because uh, everybody will know her. She's a, and that uh, was Mary Landrew. <laughs> 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 it was, wasn't it? No, no, no okay. but kind of close. close. <laughs> Whoa. Let, let's just say it was another nice Jewish girl. Another nice girl. Oh, that doesn't and, narrow it down um, too much. That's, and then yeah, he kept blowing out my match because I was, I was lighting my cigarette. And I was like, this guy is so annoying. <laughs> uh, and then he proceeded to walk me to my car because I was exhausted from my first foray into waitressing. Mm. And he was really nervous. And he said, so, uh, well, uh, can I ask you out in about... Five years. What? And, well, he, he had told me he was in love with that girl for five years and never asked her out. Oh, wow. So that was his little uh, way. Oh, it's like oh. a joke. He like meant that as a compliment. Yeah. Okay. It was a compliment. That's it was adorable. sweet. And my first thought was, ugh, that guy is too nice. <laughs> and then my second thought was, oh, my God, what is wrong with me that I wouldn't like a guy because he's too nice? Oh, uh, yeah. So I went out with him. <laughs> And I ended up marrying him. Ah. Nice. Okay. So yeah. you see the restaurant <laughs> business.
10 uh, <laughs> and then I never had to wait tables again well there you go right. it's, wow. a, it's, a, it's a true love story wow but he's right. not as nice <laughs> as he came I'm just teasing you guys have any restaurant love stories yes you know I want to know it's Which so incestuous in restaurants I've dated so many so many women in, in <laughs> restaurants and it's sad. you're in close quarters you're mm-hmm. it's Bad. It takes a special breed of person to like be cool with it, you know, like the whole yeah. the whole you know idea of like, well, I see you every day and we're dating, uh, you know. You just got to be, you know, really cool about it and, and not really make a big deal out, out of little things. So I mean, easy for guys to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's now, true. do you think y'all would see someone that's not in the business though? Because isn't it a hard lifestyle? I mean, isn't uh, see, it's it's so hard for me to, to not see someone to see someone outside uh, of the yeah. restaurant industry because I don't, you know, like if, if I'm not at work, I'm at a bar, or I'm, I'm, at, I'm at my house. Yeah. The yeah. hours are diff- so different, and I have yeah. friends who are, Keep late hours. you know, one of my closest friends is dating someone who works in the kitchen, and she doesn't. She has kind of more of a normal schedule, so she's, I was talking to her the other day, she's so frustrated, she's like, I never see him because he's coming home at 2 in the morning and 3 uh. in the morning, um, so it is harder in that respect, yeah. but... So you, it's a big pool. Do you think you'd... <laughs> yeah. So would you... Fortunately, one out of three people in the city work yeah. at a restaurant. Yeah. So you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty, much, that's pretty much the only employment in the city. But it'll okay. be all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, come on now. Young people like this moving to the city, we have a lot of exciting yeah. businesses mm-hmm. starting yeah. up and uh, a lot of entrepreneurs. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, I know in 2005, Fast Company Magazine rated New Orleans as the slowest city in America by their criteria. <laughs> and in 2007, it was the fastest. It went from Excellent. the bottom of the list to the top of the list in two years. That's crazy. That's well, crazy. 2005 to 2007? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Some things happened. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. That <laughs> makes yeah, yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, well, well I mean, the storm could have slowed move. things down, though, you know, and didn't. Yeah, well, but it's people way. moving yeah. here, Innovation. like Ruby said. Yeah. People coming in and helping out and then falling in love with the city. I I genuinely believe that it is the people like y'all and, and Ray, you two, uh, choosing to be here and being motivated and help, wanting to help out and just getting what the city has to offer yeah. and just yeah. going yeah, for it. Right. I mean, right now it's 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 one of the most uh, exciting times in yeah, in the food definitely. in the food industry, especially like service industry. Right now, restaurants, it's like it, 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 there's there's like a whole new horizon. And, and, we're, and we're why like, do you how, how do you like what indicates that for? Um, just just a mentality. <coughs> excuse me, the mentality of people uh, people wanting to uh, just just be creative and learn. And, uh, um, you know, all, all, all the rules are kind of, you know, going out the window and recreating new rules and just doing things, you know? So yeah. many new places are opening up. I mean, Moorpaw has not been open very long. Mm. And it's definitely, so, I mean, I know their business is doing really well. Yeah. Oh, People it's unbelievable. Just, yeah. We, I mean, me and my friends go there quite a bit and it's way out of our way. I mean, right. I live uptown yeah, and it's in the, the bywater. The bywater you know? It's a far <laughs> drive. But we really like the food, and now we have a few friends who work there too. So and well, I measured it. Great. It's a half marathon to walk to the bio, to walk to Maripas <laughs> and back to my mm-hmm. house. It's uh, uh yeah, I, I do a lot of walking. And I realize it's exactly a half marathon if I do the round trip. Nice. That's definitely worth it. Then I can eat whatever I want there. Yeah, true. <laughs> Burn it off. Huh? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah. where do you live? Do you live in the Bywater then? No, no. I live in the Marini Triangle, so okay. I, oh, I, I ride my far, bike though. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, so centrally located. Yeah. It's a great spot. So. Oh, yeah. that's great. I got blessed in, the, in that aspect. All right. But, yeah. <laughs> well, um, Ruby and PJ, we're going to try something a little different tonight. We are um, trying to tweet I don't know what you. What do you call it? Tweeter? Twitter? What is it called? <laughs> oh, don't ask me. You know me. I'm terrible. All right, come on. What do y'all? Look at this I, one. I, I, I don't, y'all don't know either. Is, uh, oh, I mean, come on. You do. Either, I Facebook spend is a the month. extent of my. <laughs> <laughs> my I'm the same media. way. Yeah. I do restaurant, yeah. bars, sleeping, and Facebook. That's all. And, and a little Facebook. That sounds time like a very fulfilling. We should life. add Netflix to that. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just stay online watching movies keeps me from. Well, whatever money. this Twitter technology in, in, the, in the interwebs or whatever uh-huh. out there, right? Yeah. There. Our, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. One of our producer Grant well, is the worldwide tweeting what? tonight or oh, tweeting okay. whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tweeting. To see, tweeting. Tweeting. Yeah. Okay. To okay. see if do there's any much. questions for y'all. Mm-hmm. And what do you have for us? We have one. 
Okay. Uh, where do you want to be in 10 years? That's an important question. Ooh. Each of you. Uh, that's a difficult Star question. Ruby. Oh, man. Um, in 10 years, I'll be Oh, I want, I don't know. I honestly don't know because that's, I'm kind of in a moment right now where I'm thinking about my future and what exactly direction I want to be going in. Um, I think that in 10 years, I would like to be part of, part owner of a business. I don't think I would want to be opening something by myself exclusively, but I think in 10 years, I'd like to be part of a, be, be a founder of something. Hmm. And anything? I mean, in particular, I restaurant mean, probably or probably restaurant. Any- probably some type of food place. Undefined at the mo- current moment. But, um, yeah, because that's what I care about. Good food for people. So, All right. Great. Yeah. Huh. And in New Orleans? I'm sorry. In New or Orleans? I would be open? happy if it was in New Orleans. But I am open to other places as well to see. Okay. I got a list of ethnicities that we don't have here food-wise. <laughs> No Polish restaurants, no Mongolian restaurants. You could do one I of those. Could, I don't. Very few hmm. Korean. Very few Korean. Oh yeah, we uh. need we need that. Yep. Yeah. Short yeah. ribs. Oh yum. <laughs> Got a new place on Claiborne. Bim bim bop or whatever. Isn't yeah, that yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. My brother loves bim bim bop. So How about PJ, you? where would you like to be in ten years? I would like to be a stay-at-home dad. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm kidding. No. Um, and if that doesn't happen, <laughs> that's I, mean. I we would have tons <laughs> of ladies out there that would. Uh, no, no. I mean, I I would get bored, but you know, I, I'd, I'd probably be owning a bar and then taking the kids to the bar with me and having them hang out with me. You know, right, which is an only New Orleans thing, right? Like, yeah. Animals like, and children are freely welcome to bars here. So give me a bucket of ice. You know, make yourself useful. <laughs> Stock the Miller High Lives. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun. No, I, I, honestly, I, I do want to own um, uh, not really a restaurant, not really a bar, but kind of, you know, gastro pub, I guess. You know, it's mm. like since I, since I do do, like, I love doing craft cocktails and the whole quote unquote mixology thing. Um, I still consider myself a bartender, though. So I want to I want to have like that kind of an atmosphere where it's like you come in, you can get a really good product and then. You have fun, you know. It's a family place, you know. You can be comfortable there. What are some of your favorite gastro pubs in town? Um, yeah. There aren't that many, are there? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Gastro pubs. There, there's here? a. There's like yeah. Very. Will you explain to me Philly. what what your definition of gastro pub is? I there mean, I think of like <coughs> places in Asheville, like, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what that means. You know, I, I think it's kind of weird to to try and define it because like uh, you could have a uh, um, a restaurant that has a big bar. But it's mainly, you know, they, you know, they, they mainly sit in the dining room. You could call that a gastropub because it's like when you got a big bar, the bar is the main focal point of the room, uh, and they're serving food, you know. So, but um, I think like the the real gastropub is like, you know, like big bar in the room, of course, um, main focus point of the room. Uh, the cocktails have to be, you know, great, you know, like the the cocktails have to have as much thought put into them as the food. Yeah. Okay. And um, to, to just make like a really, you know, intimate experience. I think, I think mm-hmm. intimacy is one of the main words that I, that comes up in my head. Yeah. So you think like Bologna Tavern, food. Cure. Oh, yeah. Bologna Tavern, Sylvain. Um, Sylvain, yeah. yeah. Cure, Cure's like cocktail, man. They, those yeah. guys are in the league of their own. Those yeah. guys. Right. I mean, all those people are good friends of mine. They're, 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 they're killing it. Mm. Mm. What's the wine bar right near Turo? All of a sudden drawing a blank. Uh, uh, wine St. Bar? Charles. Wine bar in St. Charles? Oh, yeah. that's, um, I should know this. Oh. I'm going to draw on a blank. Uh, Dela Chase. Dela Chase. Chase. Yeah, 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 I love that place. Yeah, yeah I would consider that sort of like a gastro pub, yeah, right? Yeah, that, okay. yeah. I love even, going there. Even Avenue like, Pub, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. They got the beer game on lock. Oh, I love they, Yeah. yeah they, I love, yeah, yeah. They got it going on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Do you think it'll take 10 years to have that, or do you think it's more feasible? Oh, no. Need a new mayor. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we just got political for the first time. Uh-oh. I just noticed everybody complains about the liquor licenses all of a sudden, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a long Honestly, they're that's a lot cheaper in New Orleans. That's an old complaint. Thing. No, that, that is. It's been going on for a long time. It's like 150 years we've had the same laws, and that's the right. problem. It's not the okay. new, new things. All right. It's mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, it's definitely. Uh, things that are grandfathered in that need to be changed. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. uh, anything. So maybe somebody this is progressive. Like the food truck laws too. Oh, the food truck laws. On. Yeah, oh, like yeah. we uh, need 
food trucks in New Orleans. Yeah. We like, do. I need some late yeah. night eats. Like, yes. I'm tired of having hamburgers and fried yeah. shit. I have so many like, friends with great good, ideas. Fresh tacos. Yep. With great like food truck ideas. So I'm not going to share just in case like someone's like, oh, I'm going to get that and I have money to do it. Because <laughs> they don't have money to do it yet. Yeah. But oh, it would be wonderful. I wish we could have some more, more food trucks. I ha- wait, I have one more question about drinks. Mm-hmm. What is your least favorite drink to make? Uh, at okay. okay. At Morpah. At Morpah, my least favorite drink to make um, may come as a surprise to you. Dirty martinis. Why? I, 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 I guess my brain is so flipped to, to making, like, super intricate and, like, <laughs> like, like craft cocktails that, like, the fact, the, 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 the physical act of pouring vodka and olive juice into a glass into a shaker it just it it it, it makes me angry Not a oh fizz. my goodness that, that is my uh, drink but gin mm-hmm. gin fizz gin and oh, i like see, to say well, dirt no no i do dirty love gin. ramos gin me fizz oh, but yeah. no gin martini filthy like my man i like to say because he's so <laughs> not filthy but dirty we're learning so much about margo tonight <laughs> i love this but uh that to me is delicious and i would make you angry mm-hmm. Well, no, see you in like my drink either. I'm, it I'm, wouldn't, yeah. It wouldn't make me angry. It would just kind of <laughs> sting a little bit. <laughs> all right. What's all right. your so, drink, Ray? I, my go-to. I mean, I drink different things all the time. But mm-hmm. if if I'm if I'm indecisive, I always go back to a gin and tonic. <laughs> uh, That's I very like boring too. No, no. Uh, see, like gimlet. one of my favorite drinks is uh, yeah. whiskey and ginger ale with a lemon. Yeah. All right. I mean, all the time. You're letting him off the hook. Come, yeah, on. come on. I used to drink that <laughs> at You're offended by her. When I was 15, going to the boot, I Bourbon used to get and ginger. gin and tonic. Well, that's because you're from New Orleans. It's I was a, in the yeah, suburbs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They would have yeah. put me in reform school if I had a beer before I was, when I was 21, when I was 20 and a half yeah. in New Jersey. What are you kidding me? Oh, man. In, in, in New Orleans, you were, going through, and you were going through the drive-thru on your uh, bicycle, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting Daggers. packaged goods at 12 years old, probably, right? Working on the window yeah, because exactly. the bicycle didn't. Right, which is why this place looks more like heaven than New Jersey, but that's another that's agree, a topic for another. I agree. Would you agree, Ruby? Yes. Also a fellow New Jersey person. Yes. Went to Rockway Mall with, you know. Rockway Mall. I don't know if we had any overlap, but I know we were both there. Yeah, Rockway yep. Mall. Good so times. My brother was just there for uh, Black Friday. Orange Julius's. Like, I shouldn't have gone there. I went there oh. at midnight and was Julius. there till four in the morning. And then I had to work. He works at Wendy's also following in the food business. Oh, boy. And he's like, I had to work eight hours. So, yeah. Now yeah, you know. That's what you get for staying in Jersey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you could have left. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll leave. He's still got mm-hmm. a year come live with high you school. Here, huh? He's, He's younger, though. His uh, gift for graduation, if that happens, uh, will be coming to New Orleans for this, for a week or two this summer. Woo! Yeah. All right. I told my mom, I was like, it has to be after he turns 18 because yeah. he's kind of late. His birthday is July 4th. So I said it has to be after his birthday because I'm not going to be able to take him to shows if he's not 18. Uh, yeah. Because I'm 18, you can work with, but yeah. 17. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now that what's the, what's the call is gone from Ferret Street. What was the place that? No, we, maybe we shouldn't say it's oh, on the show. Never mind. It was on the Forget corner. I said it. No. Nope. Never mind. We'll erase that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any lawsuits on the show. Oh, Never uh, mind. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> there was a certain place that every time they raided it, they raided it like three times. The majority of the people were under 18. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, shh. Uh, I knew. No. Like okay, wait. Okay, yeah. we're cutting this part out of the show. <laughs> No, I, I, used I don't to have any liability I used to insurance. Live over by there, and that would that would be my allegedly, my, allegedly, my someone's bar murdered to go there. To after work and just like to unwind, and like I would just be the oldest guy in there. And I was twenty, <laughs> I was twenty six at the time, and I'm like the oldest guy in there, older than all the bartenders. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at me That's like. Funny. Granddad, I'm like, what? <laughs> What's this creepy guy doing in here? Why is he asking me what kind of whiskeys that I have? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it was cheap though, and they didn't know what they had, so they're just like, all right, uh, four bucks. <laughs> here you go. Let's make it a double next time. Thank you. Oh yeah. Is it Book of Questions time? I think so. All right. What they were both that? born after the Book of Questions was written, I, I believe. Mm. That's gonna be, that'll make it more fun for them. Okay, yeah, I was so born in 83. These, these may be a little uh, hmm. bizarro for you then. Yeah. Okay, so... We may need translation. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is pick a number between 1 and 217, mm-hmm. and we will see what your question is ruby we'd like to start with you okay Pick your favorite number well i was gonna go with 177 177 this doesn't happen to be your oh favorite number okay 
Oh, boy. Oh, no. I hope your brother's not listening to oh, this. Oh, God. <laughs> How old were you when you first had sexual intercourse? Oh, my God. Not. With an asterisk. I don't know that. what that asterisk. You're not <laughs> answering that? No. <laughs> Give me another. That's not even interesting. <laughs> oh, it's very interesting because you're turning never, red. Okay, listen. We never let anybody uh, pass, but... We will go to PJ and okay. let you... And then um, give me a new number. All right, I'll answer that question. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're going to switch. Okay. All right. I <laughs> That's was a, fair. I was a late bloomer. It was, uh, I was about 18... No, I was... Uh, yeah, I was about two months shy of my 19th birthday. That's a late oh. bloomer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, want my, ki- I don't want my kids saying that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 of course, I'm a, I'm a pastor, but... I mean, I, <laughs> at least they move at the house. You, yeah, you, know? you can trust him. <laughs> so, d- well, that was the first time uh, actual, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we don't need visuals. <laughs> and you're not scarred from it? Uh, no, no. Not okay. at all. All right. Yeah. I, well, I just want to know. You don't have to answer the that exact question. That is the, the raunchiest question you've ever had from the scarred court. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know it. But it wasn't a traumatic experience for you. No, it was or not if, traumatic. If, if it hasn't happened yet. It still was okay. All right, I don't. You don't need to answer another question. I think. Uh, I want to answer one. You want to share? Yeah, go right. answer right. one. Yeah, give me another one. What's uh, uh, try one? Your new favorite number. One seventy three was the other one I had in my I think head. It's a good so. number. Why did you pick one seventy seven? Maybe you were meant to get that. One seventy three. So there, that know. was random. <laughs> it's not your favorite number. Okay. No. One seventy three. Okay, this is difficult. Oh, I like mm. that one. <laughs> okay. That's a when, good one. When was the last time you stole something? Okay. Oh, and why nice. haven't you stolen? Anything We're gonna get her fired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh right. Well, God. conveniently, <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. Um, and you have to answer this. Yeah, I will answer this. <laughs> um, I just have to think because I've kind of was a good girl. You're a good really, girl. You know, no shoplifting really. So stealing may have to be up to the, uh, I don't know if it would be necessary stealing. Definitely had some um, extra shots in the pastry kitchen because we had our <laughs> own liquor. But uh, so did the pastry chefs. So. <laughs> oh, it's not stealing That's if they do it too, huh? <laughs> no one even If there. everybody's stealing, then it's okay. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if there's peer pressure, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> so I well, you were 21, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. Not too bad. I'm a pretty good person, you know. All right. On the mm-hmm. outside. So you're <laughs> going to be great to follow in the next year because we're going to see how quickly that's broken. When you <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> what New Orleans Oh, no. New Orleans has absolutely already broken that, for sure. You should have seen a hundred percent. You should have seen New Year ago. You should have seen, yeah, a year ago. I would say New Orleans and working in a kitchen have definitely put me back a few steps <laughs> morally speaking <laughs> oh no but um yeah now yeah. you've been stolen from though i know this right yes my i had two bikes stolen this year two bikes this year in yeah. uptown one in both july locked? neither of them were locked but they were uh, both on daylight though no yeah. on your daylight porch uptown property See, that like, wouldn't happen I, in would, I was about to leave <laughs> all right the one in july i was at a pool party and hillsborough new jersey never had a bike theft in its no. history Bike was inside the gate that you have to use a code to get into with, with a bunch of other okay, bikes. Okay, that's pretty and it was secure. The only one stolen. That yeah. was in July. Oh, and that's then, personal. Yeah, and then this <laughs> this this uh, two weeks ago or so, I had my bike on my porch. I could see it out of my window, and I was about to leave and use it. And I went out. I, I looked through the curtain, and it wasn't there. And someone had just I don't know how quickly I didn't hear it happen. I was right on the other side of that, and. Um, yeah, you're right there. It's right there. Well, you know what? I'll tell you. I, I personally, I'm going to get political again. I'm, 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 I'm for decriminalizing <laughs> all kinds of things. I'm not one of these people that should be t- thinks you should be tough on crime. But bicycle theft, that ought to be the death penalty. I'm against <laughs> the death penalty <laughs> yeah. normally, Straight but that's a up. crime against our city. Yeah, what the man. city needs is less cars and more bikes. And when you take somebody's bike away from them and rob them of their bike, that's just that's savage. Yeah. yeah I've, I've if I ever find that guy, seriously, let me have him first. Oh, my God. Oh I yeah. keep looking. No, Every time I see seriously. people biking, I, like, look at their bike. Like, if right. I see my bike, I'm going to be following with my 911 on the line. Uh, like. You're trying to do the right thing, <gasps> riding your bike around, and some jerk comes and steals it from you. That's just awful. I mean, that's oh, something you're well. intimate well, they're with. Well, you know, That's it. like an object. They're not stealing just an object. it. So somebody else is. That's a good point. I mean, Maybe the other person couldn't afford a bike. 
or maybe another I think college it's part of a giant was, scheme. But now so, I heard yeah. your friends took up a collection to help you get a new bike. Yes. Too, and they that gave it to you anonymously. Your soul, yes. Uh, mode of oh. transportation. No, not my sole mode of transportation, but I was given a gift of money to buy a new one because I prefer to use it, and I just um, I'm going to be going to the quarter a lot more, and I don't want to have to drive. So it was yeah. like good friends. Timing. Yes, very good. Are friends. they all in the restaurant industry? No, too? none of them. Probably. <laughs> 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 they don't have any money. What are you talking about? <laughs> So. Oh, that's sweet. That's another New Orleans thing. Well, I wanted to ask you just a couple more things, Ruby. Okay. Um, you had an uncle who won a Nobel Prize in chemistry? Yeah, it was my great uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take There's another different turn. To that. <laughs> that, that, that is, is fascinating. A, well, no, I mean, there was no, there's no segue to that. I mean, yeah. I could have done it when he was talking about his mixology <laughs> before, maybe. I could have segued. Oh, yeah, but you could have done oh, that. No. All right, but no, I want to hear about the uncle. So, uh, my, yeah. My father's uncle um, was, yeah, he was born in Germany. My dad's grandpa, my dad's parents um, and their families were all from Germany. And so uh, his uncle did go to school over there um, but eventually when he was over in the US was a professor at Harvard and won the Nobel Prize I believe it was the same year as um, Martin Luther King Jr. that won, wow. he won it won the I believe Peace it was the same yeah the same yeah. year he won the Peace Prize and he won it in conjunction with um, another man but it was for discovering how cholesterol works in the body Oh. That's cool. I wish I got. I hate genes. him. <laughs> I hate him because you know, I, you I know. all my stats are great. My heart rate's great. My pulse is great. My weight's okay. Uh -huh. And the one thing that I always fear every time I go to the doctor is the damn cholesterol. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I'd eat. Yeah, I'd stop eating the butter. Uh, you know, I'd rather die first. <laughs> so I hate your own. Six hundred ninety nine restaurants, not the seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Cut back a little. Yeah. That's oh wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. And your dad is a fascinating guy too. So same side of the family. Okay, so this is where you same get the creative side, side from. I guess so. Well, your dad, I've met yeah. your dad. Now, your dad, mm -hmm. for full disclosure, your dad is one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my life. But <laughs> probably the thing that's this that I remember most is he he worked as a radio producer, right? He he has been in radio since I think he was seventeen. That and wasn't he like the career. producer for like Wolfman Jack at he one point? He was an intern. He was Wolfman Jack's intern. That's crazy. And he like had to take care of his kids. And Even crazier do his is illegal. Is half you know, our listeners will not know who Wolfman wait, Jack wait. is right? Illegal what? <laughs> to take care of his illegal uh, substances at times. You know, that's where he would. His what? Yeah. His what? What's a substance? Sub sub substance. Oh, is illegal oh. substance. Yeah, your dad his was kids. his. Your dad was. That kept his voice deep. Wolfman <laughs> oh. Jack. So like, so that way when they went through airports, like your your dad would get arrested. Your dad was his mule. At fourteen, you're telling me your dad was, he was mule. his mule. I know he learned a lot from him, and he also, you know, oh well, yeah, sure, some things for him. And Wolfman Jack was like the Howard Stern of like the what the sixties and seventies. He became yeah. a fixture, but then he became like a character of himself, right? Yeah, like, he was in when American I was a kid, graffiti and everything. Yeah, I was gonna say he was mm -hmm. in that, but then he became like Love Boat and like uh -huh. Hollywood Squares. And he was on Match Game. About. You know what any of these shows oh, are, do you? I know, I know. I'm okay, don't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I like so that. And then you know your parents are funky, and they mm -hmm. so what's your middle name? Ananda. Well, now what's that mean? It means bliss. What, is that Hindi? It's Hindi, yeah, but it's um. But you're not, not you're not Indian. No, I don't I'm think. not no. Indian. My grandmother goes there quite a few times a year. She's been doing that for many years. And you now. went as a little kid, right? I went when I was one. Wow. Um, and yeah, that so she's the one who suggested it. And everyone thinks it's Amanda. They think I'm spelling my middle name wrong. <laughs> but not. It's all ends. Wow. We don't so. have many Indian restaurants here either. No. Sorry. Nirvana is true. very good, I think, though. Yeah. Uh, I my, haven't been. Well, I'm not going to say that. But let me say this. Taj Mahal on Metairie Road. Yeah. Really good. I don't know about yeah. that. I'm sure it's fantastic. I don't eat outside New Orleans Parish, but that's my own <laughs> hangout. But, um, but Nirvana, Nirvana was the place I ate at most my first two years in New Orleans, oh. more than any place else. I used to go. I went they to the buffet, buffet so right? often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to that buffet yeah, so often I got embarrassed by it. So I would, I would, you know, I had meetings all day long in my work. And so I would have lunch. I have lunch meetings every day. And so I would eat like several days in a row lunch there. One time I ate like four or five days in a row. Oh, my God. And when I came in, some Did the guy. Did that count on your list of 700? No, that, well, that counts once. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. So. <laughs> So I'm there with one guy, right? And another guy walks in, and he's like, hey, I was just here yesterday with you, right? And I was like, oh, was that yesterday? No, I think that was last week. And then the waiter came over and out, and he's like, you've been here every day this week, whatever. I'm like, oh. 
And yeah. so, but that's where I found my house in Nirvana. Oh. Um, a realtor came up to me and said, "Hey, you know about this house?" And, oh, da, 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 and you have such a great house too. Oh, I love my house so I love much. Your house. I love it so much. But anyway, Nirvana is fantastic. And one more thing about Nirvana. I had a, <laughs> I, I had, I have a friend who li- who <laughs> lived, who worked in the, uh, in the um, Little India section of, uh, well, he lived in the financial district, but worked there. But he used to go eat at the Little India section of of Manhattan. Okay. Right. And then now he lives in South Hall, London, which is the Indian. Yes. Ben like Beckham. Yeah, it's the it. Indian uh, neighborhood of London. He's in heaven. He's this total connoisseur of Indian food, and he actually he's a pastor at an Indian church. The only white guy there, <laughs> only non-Indian guy there, and he came here. To visit, and we, I took Nirvana, kind of embarrassed. He said, "No, no, let me try it." And he said, he declared it was the greatest Indian food he had outside of uh, London in his Come life. On, that's really? what he said. That's what he said. Wow. I'm just going by him. I don't know wow. anything about Indian food, but that's what he go, said. The buffet there, is pretty close. Wow. Yeah. I like that place a lot, and they're not even advertisers on the show or anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for by. <laughs> Paid for by Nirvana. But um, wow. Okay. Well, we. I think we need to wrap up, unfortunately. But the good news is we're going to have you back, Ruby, Yay. and we may have you back as well. Oh. Y- y'all might make a good team. We yes. can see if uh, you you have a lot of experience. Yeah, a lot. Years, <laughs> and you're in the beginning of your yeah yeah uh, life's journey in the <laughs> restaurant world. So very true. <laughs> Very true. Well, our special guest tonight on Menu, Midnight Menu Plus One has been Ruby Block and PJ. I didn't catch your last name. Hannah. Hannah. Sorry. PJ Hannah. You can find out more about them and their restaurants where they will be working in the future and more on um, our... Well, they have links, by, don't we? Yes. By following their links on our site, it's neworleans.com. So... Well, our show is recorded live at Ted's Frost Top on Claiborne Avenue in Calhoun in Uptown New Orleans. Ted is open seven days a week, serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer in a frosty mug, my personal favorite. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris, Margo, and me. I'm now a producer, huh? Wow, okay. Chris Keough is our technical director, and our theme music was written especially for us and performed by Brian Rube. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website. It's NewOrleans.com. From there, you can follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, sign up for our mailing list. While you're at It's NewOrleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One, as well as other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, and Out to Lunch. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, thanks for subscribing. Maybe you could take a minute to rate and review us. That helps with other people finding us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Till we meet again here at Ted's Frost Top, I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margo Moss. Bye. Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.